Welcome to Kaiju Network, where we have a healthy obsession with Kaiju. I am your co-host. Cantu is hoping very much that we don't have Ku Klux Klan again on our <laughs> common writer today. With me is your other co-host. How's it going, everyone? A happy Super Bowl Sunday to you all. That's why I'm wearing my Walter Payton jersey. So uh, we're going to be doing episodes 40 through 43 today of Common Writer. We're doing it a little early today uh, because hardly any of you watch this. So uh, <laughs> we're just going to start. Um, uh, uh, one quick uh, note, though, we will not be having a show the next two weeks. So uh, Jason is going to be working behind the scenes of his evil uh, world dominating plan while I'm off doing things with my family. So (laughs) before we get going today, Jason, the usual housekeeping. Yeah, if you see a a subscribe button down below or above wherever you're watching us, make sure to hit that subscribe button as well as hit the notification bell icon to uh, get notified whenever we go live or uh, we upload new videos and such. And you can follow us everywhere, all in one place at our link tree URL right there on your screen forward slash go go kaiju show. And uh, we're on the following video platforms such as YouTube, Rumble, Twitch, Facebook, and X slash Twitter. And also available on the following audio platforms such as Spotify, Apple Podcasts, TuneIn, iHeartRadio, as well as Podbean. And you can find both video and audio versions of our uh, episodes are on our website right there at daikaijunetwork.com. All right. So are we ready to start the episodes? I believe so, because I'm at the uh, zero mark for episode 40. All right. So this one, and I just actually got my episode uh, set up as well. I believe it was called like Deathmatch Snow Mon- Monster versus Two you know what it doesn't matter and <laughs> and i think that this is the episode where hongo comes back or if or it could be the next episode because i've seen his screenshot at least for episode 41 so and i can't quite remember with uh the previous episode because of all the uh the um <laughs> the the train wreck that we had at the very end there but uh yeah so thankfully last week we didn't so let's hopefully (laughs) maybe we can get a back-to-back here (laughs) well i'm talking about as far as the episode (laughs) uh okay well if you haven't joined us before with a commentary uh i usually count down from three i go three two one go when i say go you hit play select or whatever button it is that starts the video on your end so jason are you ready Yes. Oh, okay. Okay. So here we go. Episode 40 of Common Writer. Three, two, one, go. All right. Put the screen up. That photo you have of Common Writer up there, it doesn't look like it was taken from the 70s. It looks like it was taken yesterday. Well, I just typed in Common Writer 1971. And that's what it came up with. Very 4K ish. But, uh, yeah, for some reason, the, uh, the intro is a little bit different, especially with the, uh, the opening card there. Seems like they updated it a little bit. Not on my end. I don't know if it's just me or what. Yeah, I think it is. 
Liar kick. Yeah, subtitles are a little bit different here where they're quite big. <laughs> <laughs> they don't want you missing a thing. <laughs> yeah. It's like, look at it. Read it and understand. <clears throat> See, this part is a little different where they've been showing newer uh, Shocker Generals here. Like the last several uh, Shocker Generals. Yep, double riders. So Hongo is going to be yep. coming back here. Nice. Speaking of New Year, I think yesterday was the jump start of the Chinese New Year. The Year of the Dragon. Fight on you. Not quite the thing. <laughs> I thought it was. It feels like I'm watching a uh, rake and bass type of. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Look at those playing cards. Yeah. Holy shit, they are large. That's about as big as printer paper. I remember many, many years ago that we had those old maid cards. Oh, they yeah. Pretty large. I'm yeah. not sure if they were that large. No, they weren't. They were maybe at best half that size. But as far as vertical wise, they were pretty long. Yeah, they were long. I remember them being thin and long. Yeah. Guy's just smashing his nose right yeah. out the window there. <laughs> it's like, I want a better look. For as many uh, bricks that uh, fell on people's heads there, everyone magically ran away from that and didn't get, you know, unconscious. Tis but a scratch. And see all that flame? Everybody should be dead now. <laughs> yeah. I love that painting, though. Is that Ace Yamamoto? Yep, it is. Kampai. <laughs> I love that painting, though. At least we get a familiar face here. He looks like Dracula. I think that's what he's supposed to be. Okay. This may annoy some people, but I have to say it. His teeth look pretty good here. Yeah. Because if you remember him, speaking of Rankin Bass, if you remember him from King Kong Escapes, and yeah. then you also uh, from Godzilla's Revenge, his at least his bottom teeth were not in the best shape. <clears throat> I think they were sort of that way, I think, in his last appearance there in GMK. Yeah, but he was real old. I sort of yeah. expect that from older folk because just with age and stuff that but, just kind of happens but also from what i'm seeing so far i haven't really seen a good look at his bottom teeth there it's just mainly i guess that's true part. that's true so maybe i should have withheld judgment until i could have confirmed it i just saw the top i'm like yeah. boy those are those are nice porcelain looking teeth <laughs> 
I wonder how they're going to introduce uh, Hongo back in this if he's going to sort of make a surprise return or he's just going to drop in this show in the middle of it like nothing else happened. Oh, dear Lord. Holy shit. <laughs> She's Gambit. Oh, dear. Holy shit. <laughs> right in the throat. <laughs> But I'm kind of surprised. Writer, that... she just needs to throw cards. Forget writer. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I'm surprised that they didn't uh, do any blood for that one. Oh my gosh. <clears throat> wow, it's like an alien, abominable snowman or yeti. <laughs> So wait. this gal is sort of like Taki and which uh wait this So they just uh, brought him in <laughs> sort of out of nowhere. I was kind of hoping like they would bring or have Hongo in here at first and then bring in or not hi not Hongo Hayato first and then bring in Hongo. So is this Hongo? Yeah, this is Hongo cuz he's How do you got know? that Yeah, cuz the uh, the the helmet and the appearance of it because uh, Hayato's like the bottom part of the helmet it's silver and yeah. the the breastplate thing is silver too and the original um, one's supposed to be all green. Yeah, I noticed like it was different, but I didn't think too much of it. <clears throat> you know what? It would have been funnier if like Hongo came in like the actor when they were filming and he didn't realize it. He's like, I'm here for my job back. Uh, <laughs> yeah. we're, we're filming. Oh, crap. Uh, but I want my, here's a suit. Put, quickly put it on. We'll make, we'll, we'll make quick adjustments to the story as we go along here. Yeah. <laughs> what the heck? Common Rider sure just that's song. <laughs> well, it's, it is the original suit. Oh, yeah, it looks yeah. like now with the hair. Yep. Yay! After how many episodes, finally get to see Hongo. <laughs> I wonder what it was like on set to bring him back. Like, did he honestly ask for his job back? Because I would. I, I wouldn't be like, give me my job back. But I'd be like, so I'm back. Could I, like, have my role back or something? Or could I... You know, um, oh, this, you know what? This reminds me, and I have vague memories of this. Back when we uh, last left Common Rider, like in April of last year, didn't he and one of the girls like fly to Switzerland? I think it was, I think it was the uh, like the original professor or something in the very first episode where he was where she kind of follows him and all that stuff. And and then I think in the episode when he sort of, quote unquote, departed to uh, track down Shocker and stuff, I think not only he went, but she, I think she went as with him as well. Yeah, because I thought we either saw him flying there or it was mentioned. And I'm like, wait a minute, this was actually mentioned at one point. Yeah. But that still has to stink, man, because <laughs> just like, I mean, look, I understand you're on a tight schedule. You got a contract to fulfill, but give it back. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, but we already replaced you. It's already weird enough. Give it back. <laughs> if you don't want to make it any more weird, just bring me back. 
that professor was talking to me. I think he was like, what are you shouting at now? <laughs> By the way, which way is he looking? <laughs> oh, for Pete's sakes, Jason. <laughs> Jeez. <laughs> I can't believe you went there. <laughs> I thought you were, I thought you were at first sort of going to go that route. <laughs> no, I mean, I'll go lowbrow, but not that lowbrow. I have no idea what that is in miles per hour because I was taught in America. <laughs> 25 hours? That's not bad. So that's moving at a pretty decent clip then. <clears throat> yeah. Wait a minute. What they say? 88 some odd kilometers an hour? Mm. I'm just going to say 88 kilometers per hour. Okay, kilometers uh, per hour to miles per hour. That's just a convert. According to this, it's a little over 54, so pushing 55. That's actually, that's not too bad. It's about sort of highway speeds, but not interstate speeds. Yeah, and when you're going, and they're going to be there in 25 hours, I mean, that sounds about right. <clears throat> he looks like an emo. <laughs> it's like uh, he has a large comb over wig. I know. It's just, it's like, dude, I love you. That's not a good look on you. I'm just going to call Tachibana crab cakes from now on because that's all, basically all he is. <laughs> Very inconspicuous, shocker. You know, and I'm surprised that they did not see him too. But even then, like, if you're trying to infiltrate and be sneaky about it, don't dress in your regular attire. Like, try to dress as an everyman. That's Dracula in there. <clears throat> Told you. <ya. laughs> Seems like they added a little bit more makeup, just more purplish around his eyes there. Maybe a little bit of blue, too. I do like Ace, though. Even though it's very goofy, the role he's been given here, he's he's playing it well. But he does a pretty good job being as, like, an antagonist. Well, and just in general, he's a good actor, because even when he was the inventor in... Um, uh, revenge, he was good. Mm -hmm. As sort of this fatherly figure, grandfatherly figure to right. Michiro? Oh, I didn't even realize I was talking Hayato. <laughs> Gosh, I was hoping we'd leave Taki in Japan. 
Or Tokyo, I should say. Because they're still in Japan and will continue to be. <laughs> Snowman. Okay, yeah, he has no bottom teeth. Never mind. I take back what I said at the start of the episode. <laughs> Dr. Death. That's his name. Very uh, creative. Doesn't look like a doctor. It's just more like Dracula. It's Dracula. <laughs> that's what I'm calling him because that's Dracula. <laughs> Instead of just calling him Dr. Death, just call him Dr. Dracula. <laughs> this episode was actually filmed after episode 50, according to the trivia I had there. I didn't get a trivia on this one. The trivia was like three paragraphs long, so I couldn't read all of it. Yeah. <laughs> and I have no time to pause it on the live podcast. A piece of paper with a drawing came up, and it makes me feel icky. What preposterous nonsense. <laughs> <clears throat> it's amazing like the goofy stuff people believe I just <laughs> the ace of spades oh no it's like oh shut up it means nothing you know if you want to make it more believable use tarot cards instead of just damn playing cards even then that's still ridiculous <laughs> I know but still, the, if you want to make it more believable in a way. The parrot of Kashimura Island that eats <laughs> bramble seeds. What? <clears throat> get rid of this Taki. I'm so sick. Him and crab cakes here. Let's get rid of them both. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm really just tired of them. Even though... Uh, the guy that plays as Tachibana uh, does a pretty good job, even when he was in the original Ultraman there. But oh, I, know. I don't know. I don't know. I don't really know what really got up his crawl in this one. It's not the actor. It's how his character was written because his character was <laughs> sort of like a Mickey from Rocky where yeah. it was like the tough love sort of thing. And then after a while, he just became this grouch that all he does is complain. He has really not done anything substantial and is just complaining to them all the time about how worthless they are, but yet he doesn't do anything himself. He doesn't coach them. He, I mean, he doesn't do anything himself. Mm-hmm. So. Oh, damn. He he committed a hapuku there. Or hippuku. I forget the, the exact verbiage. I thought it was harakiri. Or is that the taking off the head? Um, let me look. I think Harakiri actually is taken off of the head. Harakiri meaning. Oh, uh, Harakari versus Seppuku. I think Seppuku, Seppuku is right. Yeah, Seppuku. Yeah, that's it. I thought it started with an H, but I was mixing Seppuku and Harakiri up. <laughs> okay. Be prepared to be... Um, Sickened here. Harakiri refers to the act of disemboweling oneself. Seppuku refers to the ritual and usually would involve decapitation after the act as a sign of mercy. So, okay, Harakiri is disemboweling, but the the decapitation followed, which 
I remember learning about this in a samurai class in my final semester in college. I'm like, I hate this. Let's move on to something else. I I know there is some there is some sort of grotesque thing behind one of them. Well, and in my samurai class, we usually because it was a three hour class once a week, we usually watched um, snippets of movies like some of um, Kurosawa's samurai movies, even. Yeah. And. It wasn't a Kurosawa movie, but it was a movie made in seventies or eighties where we this we watched this one guy commit seppuku, and I couldn't watch it. Like it was one of those um, moments where, as he's committing seppuku, it's taking forever because they're trying to be slow and show you everything, and like it just it was gross. <laughs> yeah. When when I go to Japan in a couple of years, there's this uh, samurai museum there in Tokyo. I think it's in Shichuku. And I wonder if they'll have something on that specific thing. Oh, I'm sure you'll learn about it. There's some good samurai books out there. Like I have one uh, called Samurai the Last Warrior by John Mann. Uh, it's not a very big book. It's maybe two, maybe pushing 300 pages. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, dear. Oh, damn. Um, <laughs> but hopefully she wasn't pregnant. But um, I don't think it's, so. It's an interesting uh, book. Like learning about samurais is so interesting because when you go over the entire history of Japan, the role of samurais and all that changes. Mm-hmm. over time it's it's very interesting yeah one of the movies i really like watching outside of the whole seven samurai one there was uh, i think it was uh yojimbo and another one sanjuro a, yeah sanjuro and uh yojimbo like they're pretty much a I think one of them is a sequel to the first one i think yojimbo sanjuro i think is a sequel you know, I, I have you might be right. I have those movies and I bought a number of them. But here's the thing. I only got halfway through Seven Samurai eight years ago and never finished. And the only other movie I watched was um, Rachelmon because it was an hour and a half. Oh, dear Lord, he killed her. Oh, no, he didn't. Um, <laughs> but yeah, San, Sanjuro is the sequel to Yojimbo. But, uh, but I got to watch those. Yeah, the Seven Samurai one, the last time I watched that was when I was at uh, the student housing up in uh, the Twin Cities there years ago. So that's over a decade ago, the last time I watched that. So I need to get around to watching it. Yeah, well, like I said, technically I've never finished it. So, And I've got all these other Akira Kurosawa ones. I saw the end of Throne of Blood in Samurai class, but i never seen it in its entirety. I'm not sure if I have the Throne of Blood one, but I know I do have that uh, Rashomon one. Rashomon's pretty good. And then I think I have the Hidden Fortress. I think I got that one too, yeah. I got all those movies and I other, I've other i only watched one of them in its entirety. <laughs> the, other, the other good movie that you should uh, look at is uh, called High and Low. That one's pretty good. It's not it's not samurai or like medieval Japan stuff. It's kind of more in the fifties and stuff, but it's pretty good. 
There was one I grabbed just because a lot of people said it was a real good one. I and I can't remember if it's done by Kurosawa himself or what, but it's a movie called Ikiru. Yeah, uh, it's uh, it's got the Takashi Shimura in it. Yeah, but yeah, High Low is also a uh, Kurosawa movie. It's got uh, uh, Toshiro Mifune in it. Let's just turn off uh, Common Rider and talk about Samurai. <laughs> yeah, Kurosawa here. <laughs> <laughs> This snowman knows martial arts. <laughs> like most of the other shocker villains, maybe know a very small amount, but otherwise it's just like street fighting, <laughs> glorified street <laughs> fighting. So. <laughs> <laughs> Well, he's a street fighter, and I told you never to fight a street fighter fight. Come on, let's get out of here. Come on, come on. <laughs> Mr. George Washington Duke. Now we get a buddy-buddy movie here. Is this like uh, Tango and Cash or Butch Cassidy and the Sundance Kid? Or it's... name your buddy-buddy. T- what are the guys from uh, Lethal Weapon? Uh, the character names Dana Glover and Mel Gibson, whatever their names are. Uh, I don't know. I haven't. I don't even think I've really seen any of those movies except briefly many years ago. <laughs> of course. Who thought the writer kick? <laughs> and using a dummy. <clears throat> This episode seemed like it went by really fast. It sure did, yes. You know, when you talk about a lot of the uh, Kurosawa <laughs> films and stuff, things do go fast. Yeah, we need to talk about samurai movies more often. <laughs> Make the same uh, uh, discussion considering there's only like maybe, what, 10 good samurai movies. <laughs> hey, it is over. Yep. Hongo should be up front because this is really his series. Yeah. <laughs> so here's the thing Count Dracula, I guess, is our new Colonel Zal. And while this guy is very goofy, I'm actually glad that if they're going to do it, it's in the hands of a capable actor like AC Yamamoto. Yeah. Magma Monster Ghoster. Ghoster. (laughs) Magma Monster Ghoster. (laughs) All right. Let me get that pause there. So. Oh, for the Pete's sakes. What? How do I get back to the menu? I forgot how I did that. (laughs) Wait a minute. Okay. I think it's working here. Why did it... Hold up here. Why don't you go ahead and just give your final thoughts while I get this straightened okay. out of my end. Yeah, so the final thoughts outside of talking about all the samurai movies there and stuff, it's great to see uh, Hongo back in this after close to a year <laughs> in our time at least. Um, but in a handful of episodes, I can't think of what spe- specific episode where, he, where we last saw him. But uh, 20, I think. 
I think it was 20, because I think we started off 21 when we got back here, didn't we? Mm, no, it was that, 24. 24? Either 21, either 21 or 22, somewhere around there. But um, nevertheless, uh, as far as Dr. Death, but I'm just going to call him uh, Dracula Dude. Um, Dracula Dude. <laughs> Double D. It, at least, at least with this, with the the whole shocker thing, it sort of melds in a little bit better in a way. But it kind of takes you more or less into the fantasy realm. Where kind of earlier on in the the Common Rider show, where it's based, it was more grounded in a way. Where you had this uh, kind of the Nazi inspired uh, shocker uh, organization and all that. Um, but with Dr. Death here, uh, it's sort of good to see another familiar face, but I don't know if it's sort of necessary to have him in here. You know, just another replacement for General Zoe. I mean, you've already got the Shocker leader and, and then some of the minions, and then you got the, uh, like, the, uh, uh, the, monster commanders and all that stuff for every episode in here so i don't know if if there's some sort of reason behind having some sort of middleman between the uh shocker leader and the uh generals and all that and beats me (laughs) always it's because they can that's why yeah so I, I just hope that he's not around a whole lot to where to it would get to the point to where it's just sort of a bit of a nuisance and him being a little bit irrelevant. Um, so I hope he's just maybe in this next episode and then just doing his own thing after that, uh, not sticking around. But uh, it just feels like you're not... Uh, being in with the the whole shocker thing as much it's like you're sort of trying to get away from it which is kind of sort of weird uh in my opinion but uh other than that uh the snowman abominable snowman or yeti wherever you want to call him uh the the suit of it is mm, so so at least i mean it's just a long hairy alien looking thing <laughs> uh it it's not not the greatest one out of the whole other generals that we've seen in the last several episodes but with uh the next one here i think it's gonna look pretty good so uh we'll find out um other than that uh same old uh formula here with the general getting the ass kicked out of him and uh but uh, this time having a double rider kick <laughs> from both Hayato and uh, uh, Hongo this time and exploding in uh, Michael Bay style. So uh, with that, I'll give episode 40. Oh, I'll give it a B minus. I'm not sure if I should give final thoughts because my mind was with Kurosawa samurai movies. So I pass. I abstain. 
All right, so let's get ready for it. Ep- no. <laughs> um, You're like, you son of a bitch. <laughs> that'd be funny if one of us did it. That'd be a historic day. But, um, um, yeah, it wasn't too bad. Um, I Again, I think I said that – I know I definitely said this during um, the episode, and I said it last podcast, but I'm just tired of Taki and Tachibana just because Taki is making our main character look worthless, and Tachibana is just a grouch. I mean, he, ser- he has served no real purpose for quite some time, and either you – get rid of him entirely or you figure out a way to get him um, involved in a constructive way. And they have not done that since episode 20, 20 something, maybe. Mm-hmm. Um, so uh, AC Yamamoto, I really like the actor and stuff. He really plays up uh, the role here. And I think he understands the role he's playing and he's doing it very well. I think he's playing it better than it should. Uh, he's not Dr. Death. As we said, he's Count Dracula. <laughs> so um, uh, I really like him here. I would rather, you know, if, if he's going to stick around for a while, which I think he might, um, <clears throat> I'm glad it's him and not that Colonel Zal. I mean, that not only to me, that character was just, it was uninteresting in so many ways. Uh this character, in many ways, serves the same purpose as all, but he's better simply because you got a better actor in that role as this second in command or whatever you want to call him. So um, the abominable snowman, Jason didn't really care as much for him. I still thought it's very much on par with much of what we've seen the last three, four podcasts or whatever, um, because certainly with some of the suits we've seen over the course of this series, it could have been a lot worse. And so (laughs) I thought it was still, pretty good uh, for the most part uh, definitely the shaggy dog mentality but you know what <laughs> I'm okay with that because this is such a goofy show I mean how at some point last year I made a big deal out of Hongo somehow like turning into common Rider just as a bomb went off because the explosive air like hit the fan deal on his belt like <laughs> I remember that I'm uh, you know my go back and listen to that one I <laughs> made a whole you know issue of it um but <laughs> you you make everything an issue <laughs> no i don't actually i don't um it does <laughs> but it this was an okay episode i like snow uh settings i really do there's just something about the snow and the mountains and stuff i find to be really interesting as far as setting i think it's better than desert to me desert shows cheap because uh, when you look when you know the history of certain shows and films the reason why certain movies and shows film out in desert areas is because no one wants to go there and so therefore it's less money for these um, studios to pay the state or the province or whatever to go out there and film to get licenses to do so Um, easy there (laughs) about knocked it off Um, so uh to me desert settings are just boring and and dull don't even get me started on that um but i'll get it still wasn't great i'm still right there with jason i'll give it a b minus i just think it's a high b minus for me is what i'll say all right Episode 41, Magma Monster Ghoster, Decisive Battle at Sakurochi. Magma Monster Ghoster. The names that they come up with. Might as well call it Chubster Schuster. (laughs) (laughs) 
Chubster Schuster. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> All right. So we ready? Yep. We are right. ready. Three, two, one, go. All right, Jason, I have a ser- and I'm not being goofy when I ask this, but this is a serious prop- proposition that I am bringing up here. As part of our podcast, let us also cover some samurai movies, most notably Akira Kurosawa samurai. <laughs> We're going to do that right now. I'm not saying right now, no, but I'm like <coughs> as early as sometime this year even. Like, do a commentary on one. We'll see. As one of those, like, just, you know, fun, out of the blue type of episodes. Because after talking about it... See ya. <laughs> after talking about it, I'm like, you know what? Most of those movies I have not seen. It would be a wonderful podcast to do. Like I said, we shall see. Is it me or did the common writer mask at the beginning and end of those credits look more derpy than usual? Because they are derpy. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> so in a way, I mean, th- all of this has been a sequel, but this is probably more of a sequel sequel than we've gotten in a little while. Yeah. Well, it's like sequel in a way is meaning that there's sort of like a continuation where it was like cut at the end of the last episode, just continuing on pretty much something like uh, uh, Spectre Man and a couple of the Common Rider episodes, but they were most of the time they're just usually contained. Yeah. I mean, like but, I said, they're all like connected, but but yeah, some are more connected than others. But yeah, it seems like this time around, it appears to be a little more connected, continuing on from the last episode, where you're basically not continuing on with the same uh, monster or general, for that matter. <laughs> He's hanging onto the claw. How come, you know, satellites were around at this time. How come Japan didn't notice, hey, there's this giant crane out in the middle of nowhere. Or, like, alien bases and all that stuff. You rooting for anyone in the Super Bowl? Um... Oh, I haven't really watched a whole lot (laughs) of NFL, even though many years I haven't really watched much of it. Um, I probably might go with the Niners just barely. I'm rooting for the Niners, but I think the Chiefs are going to win. Like for me, if defense and Brock Purdy. Like, for me, if uh, the Niners on both sides of the ball, if they're sleeping like they did in the Lions game yeah, there against the Chiefs, and if they rack up uh, 
the scores pretty early. I think it's with the Chiefs. I think that if that ever happens, then I probably would think that the Chiefs probably would win that round. But if the Niners try to hold on early on, then I think they probably would win it. Yeah, the Niners' defense has been pretty poor in the postseason, and it was pretty good other than maybe one or two games during the regular season. I just I thought to myself, man, you know, the two postseason games they played in our indie indication, they're not going to win. And I just – I don't trust Brock Purdy. First of all, he's from Iowa State. Yeah. It's like two strikes already against him. <laughs> Another thing is, like, he's just – I just don't think he's mature enough as far as um, experienced player. But who knows? You know, we we thought that with Tom Brady going into Super Bowl thirty six, and look what happens. Yeah, hey, we get the uh, the armadillo guy back. I'm glad to see that they actually didn't just throw away those suits. Yeah, occasionally because around this around the these days in Japan, they usually didn't care about preserving some of these suits for later on that they would just completely destroy them and all that. (laughs) What about your Speedo? He's he's accusing them of stealing his Speedo. That would be funny. (laughs) That was about... Where's my Speedo? <laughs> Give me back my Speedo, you bitches. <laughs> she abandoned you. <laughs> yeah, my tummy is Oh my rumbling. gosh. <laughs> Men like us don't cry. Shut up, dude. <laughs> Just shut up. I hate that whole, like, men don't cry sort of bull crap. Just shut up. I cried an awful lot on Tuesday because my 11th anniversary of our cat. This episode already has a big strike against it. They might as they could get it back and is instead of saying men don't cry if they sing pimps don't cry. Wimp. <laughs> that looks like it's blue screen. I didn't quite catch it there. Hongo's like I get my job back. <laughs> See, look at the sky. Doesn't that look blue screen? Like the whole thing? It's because it's the sky. It's blue. <laughs> no. I'm talking about the whole thing. <laughs> Big dummy. <laughs> uh, that's a good one. <laughs> Bumble. I tricked you because <laughs> both sides were heads. <laughs> heads I win, tails you lose. 
Are these henchmen weird shocker creatures too? Because all they do is eat. That's what I like to know, even though that they're just regular human and just wearing luchadore suits. Okay, so they got Taki and Tachibana. I would say kill those two and let the others go. Yeah. <laughs> <clears throat> Be funny if I out, uh, Hongo hits one of those giant rocks and then <laughs> falls from his bike and then breaks his leg again. <laughs> He's like, not again. <laughs> I just got back. <laughs> I will never ride a motorcycle again. Oh, he did it. <laughs> <laughs> Well, that should have been obvious he's not there. I wonder, like, when these minions joined up the the Shocker uh, organization, like, maybe one of the requirements is to make sure that they do the eep noise and see if it's pitch perfect for them to join up. I would like to have the Shocker minions... Um, do a song, do an album where all their songs are eep, 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 you know, different <laughs> to the tune of different songs. Yeah. <laughs> oh, dang. You got Stabbeth again. From the hearts of hell, I Stabbeth thee. <laughs> From Moby Dick. <laughs> it's the mole dude. <clears throat> Did you hear the armadillo? <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's a new one. That'd be funny if he did like a like a rider kick, but it was done in like a split fashion. Oh, jeez! <laughs> like the uh, Sean Claude Van Damme splits. Yeah, I'm jealous that Jean Claude can do that. Well, you should be. It's so obvious they didn't paint around that guy's uh, eye in the suit. <laughs> <clears throat> so I, I'm calling Tachibana crab cakes. I'm going to call Taki Chubster Schuster. <laughs> or a glowy one because he's from the FBI. <laughs> <laughs> or not a real cop. <laughs> Pretender. Or, or you could do the uh, funny FBI acronym um, that we've seen on mugs and T-shirts, the female body investigator. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I sort of forgot about that one. <laughs> oh, dear. Thank you, finally. Like a, an opponent that's immune from that stupid kick. Oh. Well, I think we had another uh, general that was 
sort of immune to a lot of the kicks. I forget which one, though. But then he did like a power kick or whatever it was. You know, this ghoster guy kind of looks like a deformed version of Bane. The way he looks. Can you imagine like this right here is the end of Hongo? Yeah. <laughs> He's back for an episode and a half and they kill him. Well, according to the episode list, he's in it for the long haul. Aren't there, like, some episodes where he's not involved for a bit, though? Uh, maybe, but it's it's the same way with Taki, but that's towards the very end, where he's out for a couple episodes. <laughs> Quit peeking at babes at the beach. (laughs) Yeah, he's a boy. <laughs> we did the same thing. strange that maybe I would rather watch this than the rest of the episode. (laughs) Oh, come on. Just just slap him. (laughs) (laughs) That's that's like your solution to everything. (laughs) Well, it's a solution for you, too. (laughs) No. I'm more about the Adam's apple smack. <laughs> Preferably with a hardcover book. Yeah, I saw a video on uh, Twitter last night where someone just did like a hardcore like back slap slap to someone. <laughs> just completely knocked him, knocked him out. <laughs> I can just imagine what that might have looked like and the guy just falling down like a barrel of bricks. <laughs> yeah, it's like it's like pretty much his soul left his body after that. <laughs> I don't think I've heard that one. <laughs> his soul left his body from a backhanded slap. <laughs> I mean, 
just 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 the way just the oh, way after funny. he got uh, a backhanded slapped him it's like the way he <laughs> fell just he just looked like a freaking rag doll oh that was funny <laughs> oh by the way there's common writer yeah <laughs> <laughs> I think you can tell where interests lie in samurai <laughs> movies and people getting slapped by backhanded means. <laughs> Here he comes to save the day. Funny if he went way too fast and then <laughs> then he tried to slow down but couldn't and then just goes off the cliff. <laughs> Damn, he just ran him over. <laughs> Common Rider versus Common Rider. <laughs> I was hoping, like, when would this happen? Just because I thought Hongo would want his job back and Hayato would be like, no way. And then they start fighting each other. Who gets well, the starring gig? Well, at least <laughs> it's the second episode in when Hongo comes back. Which one's gonna do the uh, the rider kick first to end it all? <laughs> they both do the kick. <laughs> Maybe that fight with the kids was uh, sort of an omen to what was to come. <laughs> Could be. cares anymore <laughs> I don't really get it <clears throat> shocker has never made sense I mean for crying out loud if Taki and other regular Joe schmucks can find their base I mean that tells you what wait, wait <laughs> what so they're now, incapable so now he wait so now he's back to normal but yeah, after he, after Hayato, he uses 
brainwaves or something, Hongo just punches him in the stomach. Yep. <laughs> That's all I can say. I'm so confused. Come on, deformed Bane. You know, just the way that he looks. It's like he has a volcano top for his head. And it looks like he's sort of bleeding on the left side there. Yeah, it's supposed to be magma. He's I know Monster but, Magma Ghoster or whatever his name is. I know, but it just seems a little weird. It's like he's just constantly bleeding all the time. <laughs> oh come on. I thought of he was in that. <clears throat> well you uh, got double you got double the common writer where it was just one common writer trying to do the kick. <sighs> I'm starting to honestly get annoyed. So with basically, show. it was a delay explosion. <laughs> I mean, I, I'm seriously starting to get annoyed with this show. Like, he's got several other ones. He's got Writer Punch, like, and a number of other, like, writer stuff. Now, granted, Writer Bitch and, Slap. Right. And, like, <laughs> it, it just, look, it, it, a kick and a punch, yeah, they're technically different, but it's the same thing. It's like a powerful Power Rangers type move, but whatever. But everything anymore over the last however many episodes, at least since we've come back to Common Rider, has been writer kick. Mm-hmm. Everything's been writer kick. And I'm just I'm sick of it. Mm-hmm. There's there's no creativity. It's like, why should I bother watching anymore? Mm-hmm. Because I know how this is going to end. Said yeah. Shocker General here is going to be destroyed by Ryder Kick. How creative and original. I mean, I might just give this episode a really low rating just because of the annoying repetition, and it just so happens to be collateral damage as a result of that. I, I just yeah. I'm so sick of this. <clears throat> like I'm getting <laughs> I'm getting really angry about it because mm-hmm. there's there, there's no creativity here. Yeah. And the ride to get there, it's like, okay, some rides are maybe just a little bit better than others, but otherwise it's all fine, I guess. Mm-hmm. But. <clears throat> some romance going on here. But yeah, I think the continuation is that they just do a couple episodes in Kyushu here, and now they're leaving at the very end. It looked like that ship tried to make a left turn, but it kept drifting pretty hard to the right. <laughs> Flyman. So just a word of note to everyone after this next episode, um, I'm going to have to switch over. Yeah. Um, 
to a new, another disc for that final episode that we do here. Yeah. So you want to go ahead? Uh, give me a moment here. There we go. Okay. So episode 41 is just kind of a continuation with uh, episode 40 here where they're just kind of in Kyushu there with uh, Dracula dude. Um, and uh, you got some of the uh, familiar faces if, as far as some of the generals of the past, uh, shocker generals in the past episodes uh, here, uh, which is a bit rare. Excuse me, in a way, is when it comes to these uh, types of uh, shows. But uh, uh, yeah, it's just your usual common uh, uh, writer. Uh, episode here there's uh the magma monster ghoster uh one it's it's a pretty good looking design although the on his left side you kind of have that uh magma looking aesthetic there with kind of that volcano head i think it's cool uh yeah it just that magma part just kind of looks like he's just bleeding profusely on one side there and also sort of looks like a deformed uh bane with all the the hoses and stuff kind of uh all over the body there but um yeah and it seems like towards the end it looks like we're not gonna see uh hongo uh again especially when it's said in the the subtitles that says that he belongs in Europe there. So, um, but for the matter of fact, in the Wikipedia thing that he's going to be in here quite a bit, but (laughs) I thought he was going to be in it more or less in the long haul, uh, for that matter. But, uh, yeah, uh, with, with, uh, episode 41 here, I probably would give this, one, mm, I'll give it a B. Um, like I said here, as the episode was ending, this episode is going to be in an unfortunate position in which I am going to start docking points, so to speak, in my rating if there's more writer kicks. Mm-hmm. Um, even though this has been going on for a while, I have reached a point where the water has overflown from the glass and I am just beyond (laughs) sick of that move considering he's got three or four other finishers he could do. Now, granted a writer punch is like nothing more special than a kick, but it's just the fact that the kick has been going on for so long. There haven't been any other means in which common writer has disposed of these new shocker generals. So starting with this episode, um, I'm going to be starting to severely dock points. Um, it wasn't, it wasn't too bad. I thought magma monster ghoster MMG, uh, the suit was really cool. I liked the magma effect on the left side of it. Um, it was okay. Uh, I was waiting for a common Rider versus common Rider fight because I thought you can't have Hongo come back and have everything be sneechy peachy. Mm-hmm. So we got a little bit of that in here. It was an okay episode. I think before my docking of the points, I would have given it like a C plus, but 
now because I'm docking for writer kick, I'm calling it the uh, writer kick dock. Um, <laughs> I'm, I'm docking it down to a C minus. Oh, wow. So th- that's severe because yeah. So, uh, so common writer shows, I'm warning you right now that if this continues, it's very possible that the vast majority of your remaining episodes are going to be below average just because of writer kick. Just so, letting you know. So originally the, you were going to have it as a, as a C plus, but then docked it all the way down to C minus. So that's pretty much two grades uh, docking points right there. Just pretty much, yeah. So, yep. Because I'm at this point. Yeah. All right. So you're, you said uh, 42 is the last one on your disc, right? No, uh, this upcoming one is. So after episode 40. Yeah. Oh, yeah, 42. Yeah. Yeah. I'm getting confused here. <laughs> I've been right. writer. And yeah. I got I got writer kicked. And now I got the amnesia. He <laughs> <laughs> got concussed from the writer. Yeah. Kick. Although, he my, didn't, uh, although he didn't go Michael Bay after that. <laughs> my soul left my body temporarily. <laughs> 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 All right, be ready. Yes, I am ready. All right, three, two, one, go. All right, put the screen back up. That'd be funny if they came up with a new uh, finisher called Writer Concussed or Writer Concussion. <laughs> or right, uh, Writer Backhanded Slap. <laughs> <laughs> Like, the, like, writer concuss could even be something as simple as them, like, grabbing someone by the ankles, twirling them, and having the opponent's head hit, like, a cement pillar. Yeah. Or, like, he uses sword, like, a sword as a weapon. Why don't he just do some kind of grotesque finisher move with the sword? Yeah, I know. It just... That's the thing, like, he's got other means and everything anymore has been writer kick, writer kick, writer kick. (laughs) Or just take his motorcycle and just run him over. (laughs) Problem solved. What the heck? Yeah, right, no one would have done that. Two still here. You know why, just to piss you off.
You know, you can go faster than this. Not like they're going that fast. Make it more enticing. (laughs) I kind of like this. Go after some jerk citizens. (laughs) Just beat them up. (laughs) Yeah. It's like, hey, common writer, you're finally becoming a little useful for once. They got a underground submarine or something <laughs> with that camera or telescope. He has ice cold blood because he was associated with some dope that was driving fast. How does that work? <laughs> you only lost, you know, half an arm. <laughs> Tis only but a scratch. <laughs> Don't worry. Instead of bleeding out tonight, you'll bleed out in three days. <laughs> Looks like Goro there's got like a little blood spot on his uh, right sleeve of his shirt. Like you said, tis but a scratch. (laughs) So we're 42 episodes in and they keep doing the same thing, operating to make them cyborgs. Either you think they would figure out some other baseline um, foundation to make the cyborgs in general better, or simply quit the cyborg operation altogether and try to do something different. <laughs> you like, have ice cold blood in your veins. I'm gonna turn you into a fly. Like, uh, just do the, just do what uh, Inferno Man did. You mean Super Infra Man? Su- yeah, Super Infra Man. I thought it was Inferno Man, but uh, yeah, just plays bunch of uh, like little 
computer chips and trinkets and stuff on the guy and then just uh, do some kind of beam and then he'll turn him full on cyborg. Yeah, that evil dragon queen or whatever she was named in that movie was actually better than Shocker and even she had her moments of imbecility. (laughs) And like the henchmen in there were pretty competent. (laughs) Yeah, they were funny to watch, too. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> One of them got stepped on a squish like a bug. Yeah, that uh, red uh, bug guy. I thought it was some green goopy guy, but maybe. Oh, he, the red guy had the uh, blood of green. Oh, I haven't seen that movie in a while. Not in the last few so years when we uh, last commentated or reviewed it. (laughs) (laughs) That was great. Please don't do the writer kick because I want to give this an up score for that. (laughs) (laughs) She's she's got her uh, Mardi Gras colors on. She's looking pretty pale. (laughs) Whoa there. Oh, man. Whoa there. We're going to go there. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) My thoughts exactly when I saw that. That gal looked pale, too. What is going on? Didn't get uh, too much sunlight or vitamin D3. You know, what the fly man did there to the coffee is something similar to what I saw happen in Rambo Last Blood, and then that did not end too well for the bad guys. No. (laughs) We have reasons. I would have been like, maybe he deserved it. (laughs) Did you ever think about that? (laughs) (laughs) No, the boy is a survivalist. He's like John Rambo. He can survive anything. (laughs) She's got to be a shocker minion. Or just an arrogant person. No, it's shocker. I guarantee you it's shocker. I don't think it would be because what would be the point of the fly man just sneakily putting in whatever it is in the coffee? I think because the shocker minion is trying to make sure everyone drinks it and drinks it quickly so they can implement their plan uh, faster. I don't know. And I'd probably I keep an eye on everything to make sure they do drink it. Everybody. I don't, I don't, but I don't think she, she is part of or disguised as shocker. I think she's just arrogant. Oh, is this the end of him? <laughs> <laughs> he 
he's a good actor, but I don't like his character here. <laughs> I just, I, like I said, I want him gone. <laughs> what was that boy going to say? I'm going to shank you. <laughs> <clears throat> you know, it would hurt Taki, but I would think it wouldn't hurt Hayato that much because he's a cyborg. So here we go. He must Tachi have, he must have forgot. Has... He must have forgot that he's a cyborg. Tachi is becoming useful, and Taki's gonna get it. Maybe. <laughs> I keep forgetting crab cakes and Chubster Schuster. <laughs> I like that sort of purr. <laughs> a fly's version of a purr. <laughs> the flyper. Oh, dear. I don't remember flies doing that. What the heck? <laughs> it just explodes from that. <laughs> you get a you get a clap for being a genius. I sent you a message. Oh, uh. <clears throat> Let's see. Oh. <laughs> no. <laughs> there he goes again. This is great. Come on. Please do not do the rider kick. I so badly want to give this an A. <laughs> that little purr just. <laughs> oh, that is great. That'd be funny if in mid-transformation, like, the Shocker General stopped him and started just beating him up while he was midway in transformation. Serious bad hangover. <laughs> it's that easy. It looks like it. Chubster, you're not helping us. 
<laughs> Why are we tied up? We can't trust you. <laughs> you guys did embarrassing, terrible things out in Chimbashi last night. <laughs> First of all, if you straight down <laughs> Main Street <laughs> and you were yelling, Senpai, Senpai, notice me, Senpai. <laughs> <laughs> because that's too easy and it makes too much sense. Yeah. Flyman is actually a better leader than any of those shocker guys. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> At first, I thought he said you have to die now. Like, at first, that's what I thought it said. <laughs> you know, funny, Goro just takes that entire tray of food and just throws it onto the kid. <laughs> just starts beating him with it. I see the strings so clearly. And there he goes again. Try to spike. Oh drink. my gosh. That's his preferred method. Jeez Louise. Bear, watch out for that fly man. He's in trouble now. And Goro just looks so emo. <laughs> and then and the, the gal, gal looks there. confused. Yeah, that's what I was gonna say. <laughs> maybe, maybe not only confused, but maybe a little constipated. Oh, geez. <laughs> so there was a perfect opportunity there to, like, you know, dispose of a witness. Yeah. How did he get all the way over there? How did he get out of his hospital Can't. bed, out of the hospital, in front of them, Can't. and there? Like, Can't. You know what I'm going to say. Go to your timeout corner. <laughs> no, I will not go to my corner. I like how Goro there kind of looks like a distinguished human. Why are they always like using knives? <laughs> this is almost hilarious. It's like one of those goofy Abbott Costello movies where, you know, someone's trying to walk up behind you and stab you and they look and they're like, 
and you know, and then you turn Wait. your back on him. Now, now the one gal and Tachibana are back into their spell again. What the fuck? <laughs> well, Chubster Schuster thought ammonia was going to cure him. That just tells you how bright he is. <laughs> it's all his fault. Maybe he's in on the conspiracy. Maybe he's the shocker boss all this entire time. I think Michael Keane needs to give some life advice about Chubster here. <laughs> this is another segment of life advice from Michael Keane. You know that talky fella from Common Rider? Don't trust him. He's in on it. This has been another segment of life advice from Michael Keane. <laughs> Break his arm. Break his arm. <laughs> that part, I just uh, <laughs> 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 He killed him. <laughs> well, he's common rider. He has superhuman strength. Oh man. He's hitting ladies here. And so is talking. He's hitting the little boy. What the? Yeah, let's 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 go into the building that the fly man is in. That's safe. Yeah. Or just go higher up where you're pretty much restricting your getaway. Yeah, where your options are like nil. <laughs> it's like the only option is just to jump off the building. <laughs> Speaking of Harakiri. <laughs> Come at me, bro. (laughs) 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 A fly mask. Please do not do the writer kick. I am begging you. Do not do the writer kick. Oh, no, no, no. Okay, okay. So that's like a loophole. <laughs> you know, af- after your major docking in the last episode they quickly they try to find up, a uh, little bit. An- another way to do it <laughs> you're like okay we won't do the rider kick but we will do a revolving rider kick huh huh or specifically the rider flip kick <laughs> 
I will dock half a point for that just because it's still a kick. <laughs> but you still get, you know, some of those points back because I was mildly more amused by it being a revolving kick. <laughs> Of course they are going to attack again. What do we got coming up here? Ooh, what is this thing? Strange bird man planadon? Shouldn't that be pteranodon instead of planadon? This is their own... It's just their own unique way. <laughs> okay. <Yeah. laughs> Why don't you go ahead? All right. So uh, definitely, I love the fly man and the brrrr that he does. Yeah. Uh, the explosive fly spit is pretty funny in several different ways. Um, I yeah. just find this episode to be funny. It's almost, uh, like I said a few minutes ago, like an Abbott and Costello style uh, of film where everyone that comes under the spell of Flyman uses a knife and they're trying to sneak up on people. And then the person yeah. turns around and they're like, <laughs> you know, right. it's, it's pretty goofy. Um, I, I just, I really thought this was more fun just because it's goofier in many respects. And uh, like I said, this, I'm docking it first and foremost. It was an A until about the second half because in the second half there were issues with like the little boy somehow magically getting in front of Flyman and, and Goro and the other gal uh, outside of the hospital. Like there are just a few things that I'm like, wait a minute, that makes no sense. Um, so I'm giving it an A. Uh, it was an A minus. I'm docking it a, like a little bit of a point because of the revolving kick, but I'm not docking it as many as I would have. So I'm instead of a what would have been like a B minus, I'm giving it a very high B because of that. Okay. Yeah, and uh, with episode 42, the the fly man. Uh, as far as a suit, I think it was uh, pretty good uh, this time around. Along with the the Ghoster one, like th- those two, are, so far are probably the best ones that we've seen so far. Um, and then, yeah, uh, involving some of the people like earlier on the episode where they're like running over or uh people or just like run them off the road and all that stuff and and then uh Hayato just chasing after them like the the one thing with that uh chasing uh sort of at the beginning it, it's like they weren't going that fast you can definitely see that they were going pretty slow it was like this is the 70s cars weren't as fast though <laughs> But still, just the way it was looking like, it's just sort of not much of us <laughs> chasing in a way. But, uh, yeah, um, yeah, it's overall, it's just kind of your typical uh, Kamen Rider episode, just kind of sort of getting back 
sort of in the basics after the uh, past two episodes here. A little bit better, I'd say, than the previous one and maybe the previous two. Um, but yeah, still, still uh, the kick thing, although a, a tad bit different. <laughs> This time around, it's a spinny one. This time, <laughs> the, the right or foot kick, but uh, yeah, other other than that, it's a pretty decent episode. I'll, I'd say, I'll be right there with uh, Kent's rating. I'll go with a B on this one as well. You were talking about the car chase, my favorite car chase of all time because it is unintentionally hilarious, is the car chase from the H Man. <laughs> <laughs> because oh, yeah. they try to make it so dramatic but when you watch it it looks like they're going 25 miles an hour or <laughs> i would say one of the better chase ones is the submarine chase from latitude zero. <laughs> oh yeah i should have known because i watched that movie like a month ago um yeah for the first time in i don't know how many years yeah that one was pretty I think unintentionally silly, but I still think the H man one takes the cake. <laughs> I, I think that one's still funnier. So I need to change out this here. All right. Um, uh, why don't we just take a five minute break here? All right. Sounds good. All right. Well, I'll put the screen up here. We'll be right back folks. I am. So um, listen to the names. Give me a moment here to take off a few things so you can see us. Name, uh, not name. Uh, Listen to the names of some of these upcoming episodes we have here. I'm hoping they're good. But the last time I said that we had the Ku Klux Klan show up. So (laughs) uh, after the one that we're going to do here, Graveyard Monster Kabinga. Cababinga. Na- what? <laughs> Cababinga. Yeah. And then Monster <laughs> Name Whale's Gas Explosion Plan. Yeah, I saw that, yeah. <laughs> Showdown. Snow Monster, Snow Mountain Monster Bear Conger. Might mean Bear Cougar. I don't know. Um, the Death Calling Ice Devil, Tago, Total Gealer, Blood Sucking Marshes of Hero Gorilla. Some of these sound like they could be really good. Yeah. <laughs> well, just just hope so. <laughs> but like I said last time, so like a little bit of inside baseball. After the disaster uh, that was the Ku Klux Klan the last episode, um, Jason and I for like a little while at the end of the episode, we were talking about how maybe we need to start in some ways looking ahead to some of the episodes, like reading some previews at least on at least common writer episodes and non Ultraman tokusatsu episodes moving forward, just in case some crap like that on the werewolf episode happened. 
And so we just kind of decided, okay, well, what's, you know, going to be coming up here? Like, is there anything that would be considered like really ridiculous? And what was it like uh, Common Rider V3? Was it? Uh, it was Ultra, uh, Common Rider X. It's the, uh, it's two series. Well, it's a series after V3, which. Okay. Uh, Writer X is the third in the franchise, and, but uh, uh, yeah, and, it has the Starfish Hitler. Yeah, Starfish <laughs> Hitler. And we were just like, oh my gosh. Like, <laughs> like <laughs> if we ever cover that series, it's just like, man, like we decided if we are aware of something like that ahead of time, what we might do is watch it and then quickly just say something about it on the show, but not actually cover it via the commentary and just basically say it gets an automatic F because there's like starfish Hitler. (laughs) And like, it's, they're just some things that are done in poor taste. I mean, like we talked about last time, it's fine to have like an Uber villain. And I know the Nazis are like kind of the, the prime example of that. But when you actually do things that are like Starfish Hitler, like you're actually using Hitler and like his image and you're doing something like Ku Klux Klan the last time. Mm-hmm. No, like that's in poor taste. So, well, well, I know in one of the earlier episodes here of Common Writer, I know that when they were going on some sort of a treasure hunt or something of the sort where they had a metal box that had the swastika. <laughs> on it yeah but see you know the interesting thing is the swastika is like a hindu thing i think it is it's it's Um, it's it's part of the um basically the i think it's a buddhist uh, yeah it's one of those but it's more or less traditionally backward it's different it sits definitely aligned and all that yeah and this is true. There's a subdivision of houses like back behind over here where we live. And I go on walks over there pretty frequently. And I kid you not. And, you know, our area has a high Indian population. And um, I walk by this house. And every time I happen to look like above the doorway, there's a swastika like the Indian. Sw- and I have to do a double take each time. I'm like, wait a minute. And the first time I saw that, I'm like, what the hell? Like at first, for a split second, I thought like a white supremacist or something lived there. And I'm like, oh, wait a minute. Like it's turned differently and stuff. I'm like, okay, so it's not the Nazi swastika. It's Buddhist, Hindu, wh- whichever religion it is that has that version. So, yeah. Well, it's yeah. like on uh, Google Maps, uh, what? Whenever I look at uh, Japan, whenever you go by like uh, one of the Shinto shrines or Buddhist temple or whatever, it, they, they even, even Google maps will show kind of that, uh, <laughs> uh, religious symbol of the swastika there. Well, did you know that in the American version of Godzilla raids again, there's this, um, I th- it's a quick montage of like maybe 30 seconds or so, but I think it's when like uh, Osaka is opening back up when they think Godzilla has veered off and gone further out in the Pacific. There's this um, like couple second moment where it's a dancing theater performance. And when you look off to the sides, there are these gray circles over the middle parts of the curtains because there's swastikas on them. And I don't remember if it's 
because it's the German swastika or if it's the Buddhist one, but regardless, it's a swastika. And so the American distributors block those out. Never even noticed it. (laughs) I didn't notice it either until I listened to a commentary on it like six, seven years ago. I think you can even read about it in like one of the books. You know, I wonder now that you mention it, since since uh, both of us have that uh, Criterion collection of the, the Showa Godzilla films there, I wonder if they have that version of Godzilla Raids again, where they show a little bit of that. But um, Well, if you got the um, classic media with the American one, for sure, it's there. Oh, okay. I'm not sure about the Japanese cut. Um, I've only watched the first like 10 minutes of the Japanese cut, but I haven't, you know, gone all the way through it. So be interesting. I kind of want to watch it now just to see if it's there. But anyways, <laughs> let's, let's of, get off our little diatribe here and let's get yeah, back to the show. <laughs> instead of talking about incredibly evil people, let's get back to Common Rider. Uh, yeah. Are we ready? Uh, I am ready. All right. Three, two, one, go. Last uh, episode we're covering for this podcast. <clears throat> you have yet to sing the common liar for this episode. I just haven't even thought about it. <laughs> oh, come on. <laughs> hey, that's part of our name. <laughs> Yeah. Is that where you got it from, Jason? No, not really. (laughs) It just came into my mind without even thinking of like any other familiar places. But it's like, I know they say go, go a lot in the tokusatsu stuff or Super Sentai. Come in, liar. There we go. Come in, liar. There. You happy now? Yes, because it's a tradition now. Shut up. (laughs) Here's your Pranodon. And we get this nice, happy camping, scene moments in these tokusatsu episodes, and then all of a sudden, shit hits the fan. <laughs> That's how it is. I mean, it happens occasionally even in the Ultraman shows. It's like that most of the time with these tokusatsu shows. <laughs> Aren't the children happy? Uh-oh, it's hitting the fan. Doesn't quite look like a tunnel. It's like there's just a light on it somewhere. <laughs> kind of looks like a, an offshoot of Zegra. 
Play it a little bit. <laughs> I, I like kind of the ribcage area. It almost looks like it's bony. Yeah. <laughs> He's pretty bony. <laughs> oh, jeez. You really bitch slapped her hard. Jeez Louise. <laughs> and then he gently puts this tissue on her. <laughs> Now I can't blame her for that <laughs> fart that I just did. That oh, you know, it seems like the more that we get this uh, Dracula dude involved here, it seems like the majority of the episodes were a lot of the people are under his control. Yeah, I was just thinking the same thing. There's something funny I sent to you in your uh, Facebook Messenger that I think you will appreciate. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, hi, Mark. <laughs> oh, jeez. That's very, that would be funny if she laughed at him. He's like, you're scary. And then he's like, ah. <laughs> it's like, that's not scary. The heck? needed to make that more uh, hideous. Yeah, just put some a uh, little bit of uh, purple and blue eyeliner on the gal's eyes and you got it good. <laughs> well, no, I mean his his caca is what I mean. Oh. <laughs> you should have said that beforehand. You know, it seems like that she was back to normal, but then now it's like, you know, she was betraying his or refusing to do his orders and all that. But then now it seems like she went back in, <laughs> into control there, which is a bit weird. Uh oh, your favorite human. <laughs> oh, 
lawsuits right now. Yeah, it seems like there's some instances where he's perfectly fine staying it up. Uh, Dracula dude. And then it seems like there he was just rolling himself. So is he in the wheelchair in this? I have no idea. Did something happen to Ace at that moment in his life? Like, did he hurt himself? I don't know. No. Arrest Tubster there. <laughs> <laughs> he looks suspicious. They got the blinds partially closed, so the light uh, shines only on his eyes. <laughs> so, you're a female body investigator? <laughs> you're not a real cop. <laughs> you're just a pretender. Yeah, he can he just he can just easily turn into a common writer and bust out of there like he's done so in so many previous episodes. Concrete can't hurt him. Makes too much sense. <laughs> well it made too much sense for him to do that in other episodes. So what's stopping him? I just want to say, go to hell. <laughs> Why don't? Why aren't you using? Well, I'm sure if they gave them guns, they'd probably be shooting at each other by accident because yeah. they're bumbling buffoons. But <laughs> eat my wind. <laughs> that's, not the, that's not the subtitle that I got. What did What did yours say? Uh, I was like, feel the force of my wind. <laughs> Still funny. <laughs> Mine said, eat my wind. <laughs> Regardless, both are hilarious. Oh, man. Oh, man. I really want to give this one an A as well. No writer kick. Please, no writer kick. I was going to say, just remember. <laughs> eat my wind. That's a t-shirt worthy uh, <laughs> quote. <laughs> we need to be writing these ideas down, Jason, and make t-shirts off of them. Make the proceeds go to a charity of some sort. <laughs> we, sh uh, sh we shall see. 
Seriously, we should. And then that way, all proceeds, we, you and I, we pick a charity. And then, like, at the end of the year or whatever, give it to the charity. We'll see. Boy, that was uh, quite a bit of wind there. Chubster, like, is eight. He's knocked out, but yet he's somehow able to stand up and make it seem like he's fainted by putting the back of his hand over his forehead. Yeah. <laughs> like, if he was fainting, like, he wouldn't have any power to have that arm up. He couldn't even stand up. It's so obvious, too, when they have done a couple of those close-ups of Planadon, Pranadon, whatever they're calling this dude, uh, that the actor is not in the suit. And I've also noticed, too, that when he was fighting there, like, his little antenna things were, like, like, lowering down more and more, not straight up like they were. Yes, kill this guy. Come on, you've been so close. Can't kill him with a remote control device. <laughs> Put down your magazines. <laughs> Zip it up, I'm coming in. Anything suspicious in your room, don't you? Yeah, it was something written by Hugh Hefner, I guess. See, now we're thinking. (laughs) I've been part of Shocker all this time. I'm not under control. (laughs) 
draw. So... Yeah, now he's in a wheelchair. Yeah, like... He can stand up perfectly fine. <laughs> what the heck? Did, did something happen to him in a previous episode? I don't know, but he can stand up just fine there. I wonder if Ace had some sort of injury. It only makes sense, since we didn't see anything about the character going through something. <laughs> My precious gun. <laughs> Okay, we get it. Jeez. That's Japan for you with those kinds of shots. I think that shot was meant to make it seem like he was flying, but because obviously they couldn't like make it look realistic that he was flying, they did that. I mean, they could just use a little miniature like they usually do with those flying planes and just kind of have them have a miniature version of him fly around. Right. I would, I mean, yeah, it would look obvious, but I would rather have that than what they just did there. Yeah. And I think they've done that too in the past, uh, Kamen Rider episodes, if I'm not mistaken. Not to that extent. I would like to know the purpose of those metal discs when for the yeah. Doctor. I'm trying to figure that out too. It's like this subplot is, I think, taken from Destroy All Monsters, which probably was borrowed from something else, I'm sure. Yeah. Thank God we're only covering four now. <laughs> I mean, again, I, this is in some ways technically better than Spectre Man. But at the same time, they're just... We're at a point where we've been at this for a month and a half, and I'm starting to grow a little meh on it because, again, like, rider kick, rider kick, and a few other things where it's you just kind of are going, man, this is wearing on me a little bit. Yeah. I swear we've seen this stretch of road <laughs> like five times over the last eight episodes. Like, didn't we see it in the last episode with those speeders? 
Like right there is where they drilled that guy off the road. Yeah, I think so. Maybe I it's swear just we've a, seen this an awful lot. It's just probably a nice location that they prefer to kind of use it. Kill him. Yeah. Beat him. There you go, cat. I can't remember. Like, do you have um, a Super Robot Red Baron? Uh, yeah. I don't have the sequel one, though. Right. I know. Well, I mean, the. I got the sequel and it's all in Japanese with no subtitles, so I mean yeah. we couldn't cover it anyway. But I was thinking maybe that could be our next one, unless we want to do like an ultra modern one. Yeah, uh, we can think about when we get towards the end. We've got quite a ways to go here. Yeah, we could even do like a short Ultra Man in between, well, like something that's twenty six episodes or something. Well, like actually, actually, two episodes from now. When we hit 49, we'll uh, officially be at the halfway point with this show. Holy shit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but at least it's several episodes away from the halfway point. <laughs> so we still got more torturous things to experience. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> I'm joking, folks. Or oh, are you? Um... Partially, yes. <laughs> I am half kidding and half being serious. <laughs> I, I mean, look, I, I'm going to be brutally honest. I do like this stuff. I think it's entertaining. I think for me, though, personally, even though I don't watch any tokusatsu during the rest of the week, even watching four episodes once a week may just be a little too much for me, at least of when it comes to things like Spectre Man and Kamen Rider. I've never had issues watching any, well, other than Ultra 7. That's a different story, but um, I think I've never think had issues. Just, I think he just did the kick. Oh, damn it. But uh, my point, oh, my point is um, <laughs> Ultraman's a little bit different. Like, I can... I went through the entire original Ultraman series within a week and a half at one point, and um, I really enjoy it. And so far, when I've gone through parts of Leo and 80, I really enjoyed that too. So I think it's something about the non-Ultraman tokusatsu that <laughs> I, I have to really maybe pace myself. Yeah. <laughs> Way to go, show. I have to really dock you some points now. How come he never gave a toy to any of the other boys? Who knows? He's showing uh, 
favoritism. <laughs> He's a little biased. <laughs> that Goro kid, no, I don't want anything to do with him. <laughs> that kid, he can just buy his own stuff. He's always, okay, I may have to start docking points even for them always showing him on a bike riding off at the end. I think that's going to be for every episode. I know, and like I said, we may have to start docking for that too. Oh, look at this grave. Oh, is it a skeleton type? Kind of looked like Swamp Thing in a way. Oh, we didn't get a good look at it. It kind of looked like Swamp Thing. I like Swamp Thing. The not original like Wes Craven movie is not that great, but <laughs> it's not like I was criticizing it. It just looked like a uh, swamp thing there. Well, I know. But, I know you weren't criticizing, but, <laughs> but yeah, with episode 43, it felt, it felt a little bit boring this time around. It seemed that's what it felt like. You get, you know, little things here and there sprinkled around as far as some action, uh, and then Pranadon and so on and so forth. And then, it, and then after that, it just gets a little bit boring throughout the majority of it. But after, like I mentioned earlier, hmm, excuse me, it felt like now with, uh, uh, Dracula dude here, it just felt like that. It, it seems though it, he's just his main shtick for the, Throughout, throughout his entire presence here is just try to get people under his control with some sort of uh, like uh, remote control device or some sort of uh, uh, pill or uh, uh, medicine or whatever it is that makes people under their uh, uh, make them under his control uh, per se, and I hope that doesn't become a thing because then that's going to be a little bit boring. I think that be- maybe I think that's probably getting to that point that could have been part of it. Because I mean, we saw a for the second time uh, in a row so far being under their spell or control, uh, for that matter, and. If if they like you can't if they start to keep going with this uh, making people under their spell or control sort of a shtick uh, while uh, Dracula dude is still around, then I'm going to dock some points <laughs> off of this episode too. So um, with that, uh, the Pranadon costume is pretty good. Although there were some shots where his little antenna thing was just kind of <laughs> looped uh, down that completely straight up like it was uh, for the majority of it uh, there. But other than that, it's a pretty, it's a really good uh, suit for uh, Pranadon there. But other than that, it's a bit of a boring episode, uh, to be honest with you. It just felt like it in a way. Uh so with that, I'm going to give this last episode uh, of this episode. Um, I'll give it I'll give it a C. Yeah, I agree with you. It, it was fairly dull. Um, 
Now that I think about it, I'm a little surprised that they haven't delved more into the dinosaur realm with their cyborgs. And I find it interesting that the first pteranodons are not dinosaurs. Let me be straight here for for everyone uh, that is going to get technical here. Uh, They're flying reptiles, but they lived during the dinosaur age. But it's amazing that the first one that they did from the prehistoric era was a pteranodon and not like a triceratops or a T-Rex or what have you. So Stegosaurus. Yeah, something that's more well-known and within the general mindset as far as what they think of a dinosaur when you say the word dinosaur. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it's a little bit of a letdown. I mean, I agree with you. It, it was dull. Um <clears throat> there's not much more I can say about it. It's just dull. Uh, when something's dull, you can't say much because it's dull. So I think under normal circumstances, I would have given this low C, high C plus, I mean, high C minus, but because again, right or kick, I got, I'm given this D minus. Oh, wow. I'm giving it a D minus. <laughs> um, you know, again, I'm, I'm getting sick of, you know, you and I are at a point where, you know, we before our break to cover exclusively Spectre Man last year, we covered the first 20, early 20 something episodes. And it seemed like there was a variety of things going on there. Now it seems like for a while anyways, and we've just sort of accepted it up until recently that it's, it's like a like a general factory production that maybe because of the tight shooting schedule and all that, the writers are trying to keep a few elements the same because it maybe saves them time. Perhaps I don't know, but maybe that's what it is. Regardless. I think that hurts the show. Like you and I are both saying we're getting sick of certain things about this series and um, we put up with it for quite a while. I mean, we we put up with it for almost half the series at this point, some of this stuff. Yeah. Well, and it's just like uh, with uh, whenever the Dracula dues come and came in, you start to get that uh, people under the spell or under his control. Yeah. It's like, we're all, we're only three episodes in with uh, Yamamoto here and it's already starting to, <laughs> get into my skin a little bit yeah for me i i like amamoto um the thing is is i'm getting a little tired of these um secondary generals or second in command characters um i don't know if it's the producer's way of just trying to maybe give more of a face to shocker instead of the disembodied voice or like you and i have hypothesized that could be one thing yeah it could be it very well could be um or maybe the the guy who did the voice of the head of shocker for whatever reason maybe just is not available for a while for whatever reason i don't know there's no english written uh you know history of this that is so i mean this is all speculation but um yeah, I'm, I'm just getting a little tired of it because I've seen this a lot from other tokusatsu shows. Um, it kind of sort of happened with Super Robot Red Baron, but not to the extent that it's going on here. Uh, it sort of happened with Iron King, but again, not to the extent that it's happened here. It happened with Johnny Sacco. Um, um, 
I'm trying to think of just other, maybe that's about it. Cause I haven't watched a ton of tokusatsu. Uh, definitely doesn't happen in the Ultraman series, uh, at least the ones I've seen. Um, so yeah, I just, I'm just getting a little tired of that. And, you know, even with like Super Sentai, like the original Power Rangers, Rita Repulsa had her other little goons nearby and Goldar, I think more or less is kind of her right hand man. But even then it's, you know, he's not totally involved the entire time. He's kind of in and out. Um, mm-hmm. So, yeah, I, I think and part of it is because I think we're covering this every week. We're noticing stuff a little bit more and it's starting to wear and tear on us more. You know, we're like car tires where we're being driven so much that the tread's starting to disappear a little bit that mm-hmm. we're like, okay, our, our, our acceptance and our tolerance for some of this stuff is degrading us. And yeah. um, <laughs> so it, this has me a little concerned because technically we're not halfway there yet. It's like, Oh no. Like if this can in, in two podcast episodes away, we'll officially be halfway through with episode well, 49, you know, and, and we didn't necessarily plan this upcoming two week break. It sort of happened over the last five or so days. I think having a two week break is going to be good for us because we'll come back a little bit more refreshed. We'll still be a little annoyed at this stuff, but maybe we'll be a tad kinder, at least <laughs> to the first episodes that we cover in early March. So um, we'll find out <laughs> we'll yeah. see what happens when we get there. But I think having this two week break uh, from a show that is starting to show um, laziness and, and a little bit lack of creativity, it's I think it's a good thing. Well, and with us watch just getting off of Spectre Man uh, a few months ago and stuff and just still sort of fresh in my mind, at least. I'm not sure with Kent. Uh, and then starting to see some of the uh, sort of the wear and tear and kind of starting to see some of these things. Uh, after a bit with uh, Common Rider, since we're kind of watching, we at the start we did five episodes, but then cut back to four episodes here. I'm starting, like you, I'm starting to get a little bit worried <laughs> as far as this. And it'd be pretty interesting once we do finish with this series and see how it sort of compares with Spectre Man after that um yeah i'm sort of looking at least looking forward to that when that time comes so um yeah at this point and from what we've seen so far and some of the repetitiveness with uh certain things especially with the rider kick and then now starting to see some sort of repetitiveness with the mind control aspect with uh dracula dude in play here after general <laughs> zol um yeah it's it's starting to get there yeah i think um i still think you know this this series as a whole really would have to go down in the dumps for me to think spectrum man is better than it or just like very very not from what was originally yeah and and again like 
Spectrum Man had a lot of issues. Um, and I think a lot of it was maybe its cheapness and, and some of the decisions. And, and again, but then, it's a kid show. And so but that's then part I think, of it. But, but then I think what you said during that time that it seemed like later on, they sort of knew who they were and what the show was like. Kind right. Of that, kind of that, uh, the stupid, um, stupid good or stupid, uh, good, but stupid or whatever yeah. it was. It may, basically is so bad it's good kind of thing. Yeah. And, and again, I don't hate Spectre Man. And I, and I think part of it, too, was, again, sort of like what we're doing with Common Rider. We're, we're doing these podcasts every week and we're watching a handful of episodes uh, at a time. And I think there's a wariness. And there probably wasn't the budget for these like there was with the Ultraman stuff. And as a result, the Ultraman, I, I'm going to say it right now, uh, the, you know, the Super Robot Red Baron, the Iron King, Johnny Sacco, Spectre Man and Kamen Rider, the non-Ultraman stuff I've seen, I don't think uh, is quite as good as the Ultraman stuff. Uh, I'm not a fan of Ultra 7. However, from a technical standpoint, Ultra 7 is produced pretty well. Mm -hmm. I will at least give it that. Um, so just the Ultraman stuff, there's more of a quality control to it and maybe even a budget behind it that at least makes the content more fun in many ways yes it's repetitive i mean a lot of this stuff in many ways is repetitive mm -hmm. you know but and, and a lot of stuff has to be but it's not to the degree that it is here and maybe elsewhere so um like like we just said i i think doing this every week it's just it's wearing us out i think a little bit because <laughs> let's face it you know you know common writer is not a spectacular series it's decent. It's decent enough. And maybe for a younger audience, it's maybe, maybe it is spectacular, but I think if you're an older fan of this stuff, like us, this is stuff that is best consumed at a slower pace, mm -hmm. which may mean, yeah, it may take you a couple of years or so to get through a series as long as common writer, but maybe you would walk away from it thinking, yeah, it's repetitive. It's a, tad boring but you know what i liked it more whereas us it's like probably by the time we're done we're probably like <laughs> oh my gosh is it done Ugh. like <laughs> and just yeah so i don't want that to happen i mean i want to fall in love with this but at the same time like i've always said about this podcast we're gonna give you our actual thoughts. And I still like Common Rider. I don't hate it. I don't hate Spectre Man either, but there are things about both shows where the seams show after a while. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But anyways, uh, thank you so much for listening uh, to us or joining us. Uh, however you interacted with us, <laughs> whether it's <laughs> through YouTube or elsewhere. Thank you so much. We will be back in three weeks for more common writer kick i mean action <laughs> <laughs> so so yeah if you see a subscribe button down below or above or if you're watching us make sure to hit that uh, subscribe button as well as hit the notification bell icon to get notified whenever we go live or when we upload any videos in the future and 
you can follow us everywhere all in one place at our link tree url there uh forward slash uh gogo kaiju show and uh also available on the video uh, platforms such as youtube rumble twitch facebook and x slash twitter also over at the following audio platforms such as spotify apple Podcasts, tune in iHeartRadio, as well as Podbean, and you can find both video and audio episodes at our own website right there at daikaijunetwork.com. And also hit the like button as well. Like that one. (laughs) (laughs) Yep. (laughs) All right. right. Thanks so much for joining us. We'll see you in a few weeks. Yes, we'll see you guys in three weeks. Late in March. (laughs) Take care, everyone.